It's what you all been waiting for, ain't it? What people pay paper for, game it. They can't stain it. They want something new. So let's get reacquainted. Became the hood favorite. I can't even explain it. I surprised myself too. Life of a dawn. Lights keep blowing. Coming in the club with that fresh shit on. With something crazy on my arm. <laughs> And here's another hit, baby Bonds. What up, podcasters? I'm one half for the Gold Members Podcast, certified gold member, Herb Reed. It's your boy Tyson, man, back with another one, man. Other half of the Gold Members Podcast, certified gold member Tyson, man. Make sure y'all follow us on Gold Members Podcast on Instagram. Make sure y'all follow us. You already know, and check us out on all the top streaming digital platforms, man. You can catch out all of our new episodes and all of our latest content there, man. So check us out. On Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and Google, most definitely. And, bro, what episode is this, man? This is episode 12, man. Episode 12. We rocking and rolling, man. That's 12 weeks strong. That's 12 weeks strong, man. No skips, no nothing. No, none of that, man. We giving y'all weekly content, man. So, shout out to all the supporters out there. Everybody rocking with the Gold Members Podcast. Definitely showing us love, man. Appreciate y'all to the most, man. To the most high. You already know, man. So uh, check out our last episode, um, episode number 11. Dope episode, man. It's up on all the streaming platforms. Shout out to everybody that been supporting that. What did, what did, what did we talk about uh, in that? Let's recap that a little bit. What was what was last episode about? Uh, episode 11, we talked about... What did we talk about on episode 11? That's crazy. <laughs> that just goes to show how much content we produce and like, we can't even remember... What we just talked about last week um, But I got some dope feedback from oh, the show we talked about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame The Rock and Roll week. Hall of Fame um, uh, 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 Battle Rap Battle Rap with Rux and Lex Rex and Lux yep. we Them to retire We talked about Scotty Pippen and Jordan Scotty Pippen and Jordan We talked about the Alpo situation in Harlem All the Hall of Famers So the, all the, that, yeah. that was Hall of Famers and we talked about the new president, I mean, mayor. Oh, and our new mayor. Our new mayor of the city of Boston. Real uh, real legendary type episode, man, right there. Yeah, it was, man. I, I like the response we got from it, man. So, you know, keep showing us that love, man. Keep hitting us up, letting us know how y'all feel about what we got coming and what we doing, man. I actually was at the football game this past weekend, and I got a lot of people, you know, Talking to me, man. Shout out to the Mattapan Patriots and the Boston Raiders, man. They put on a good show this weekend. The whoever's out there selling that food, too, man. Shout out to y'all because those golden crispy chicken nuggets had your boy. <laughs> Ooh-wee. I got back to the crib. I tried to save them for home so I could make a chicken sandwich, but it wasn't happening. Those, those golden ch- chicken crispy nuggets was crazy. But I'll tell you one thing that fucked me up this weekend, bro. Uh-huh. Daylight savings. So time has already gone back an hour. Oh yeah, in another world. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even realize. Yeah, time went back an hour on Sunday. Like, what well, Saturday into Sunday? Uh huh. Man, I woke up. Well, I got out of work on Friday in the afternoon. I caught myself taking a quick nap. I woke up. It was like one thirty. So I'm chilling. But you know how the hour go back. I look at the clock. It's one thirty again. I'm like, damn. It's like the clock's not changing. What's going on? Like, what the fuck's happening? Then I, I went in my phone and remembered that, you know, it's daylight savings. So that extra hour of sleep, I didn't really feel it because I was asleep when it happened. 
Hey, listen, well, I appreciate that that extra hour, man. The uh, winter season is officially here. One of my favorite parts of the year. The holiday season is actually around the corner, it's too. It's here like no other. Yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving is at the end of this month. Thanksgiving was, ain't that like two weeks away? Yeah, it's usually the last cool. Thursday of the month. Mm-hmm. So I'm gearing up for that, man. Thanksgiving's one of my favorite holidays. When's somebody going to invite us to a Friendsgiving, man? Show us some love, man. Or, or maybe, you know, maybe we just need to have a... You know, and, and it's funny you say that because, you know, some people... I don't know if y'all follow Biggs Burke out there from, from Rockefeller and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And, yep. um, he has a post about that. Um, and me and you actually talked about this some months ago. But th- let's let's touch on this before we get into no, some let's, of our no, definitely definitely before because um he said uh hold on let me find it um but he 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 said something about not being invited because you steal all the attention. Oh, I ain't even gonna say all the attention, but niggas don't like us around. Right, I'm gonna say niggas. I ain't gonna say the female. Right, right. And so that just kind of puts me in the mindset of what you was talking about, just, you know, us getting the invite to a friend's. We typically don't get invited to events. To nothing. I mean. We got to throw our shit. Unless we went to school with you, that's probably about it. And they, and that's kind of on the fence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll even hundred with niggas. Yeah, I mean, even even some of them <laughs> cats from back in the day don't even want niggas around. And it's it's for that reason. Like, let's just be real about it. Like. A lot of people don't invite us to their event or to their rendezvous, their kickback, whatever they get together, because the gold members steal the attention. I mean, let's let's just but be, to be honest. With let's you, just be one hundred about it. Be honest with you, bro. We don't do too much, though. Yeah, we don't do we it on purpose. Cut, we be chilling. We'll go grab a bot. We'll go to the side, smoke our weed over there, sip our bottle over there. We might even come with our own. Yeah, you know I mean, right. No, I mean, we ain't trying to get. Crazy in this. We ain't trying to do too much, but we still can't get the invite, man. I just wanted to see if y'all niggas knew how to cook or not, but now I don't. Hey, but but you know what? Again, man, some dudes is just threatened, you know what I mean, by other dudes. Some some guys just walk in the room and they just demand attention. You know, especially from females. Females will always give the attention to like the guys that are standing out. You don't even gotta be doing nothing. Because I don't think we go into play, like, we genuinely show people love, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or go to, like, support people's event or whatever it is, you know what I mean? So yeah. we we go with, like, pure, genuine love and support, and sometimes you just get that envy in the room. So if you, I'm just saying that to say, if you're wondering why we don't get invites to you, Friendsgivings, or you that's don't see why. Us, or you don't yeah. see us at the function. <laughs> they don't want us at the function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want us. I mean, because gold members have, like, we've always been a thing. You know what I mean? Like, people have always known us as that, always referred to us as that. So when we step up in the building, it's like it's the gold though. members are it's here. It's crazy, though, because if we have a shindig, Everybody can come. We we invite everybody. I'm the whole city. And nothing's off limits. Nothing's off limits. From the, from the females to the whatever. Food, the food. Whatever. Whatever. The liquor, the weed smoke, whatever. When we, whenever we do our, our annual cookout every August of every summer, we, it's an open invitation. Like, everybody in the city. Like, all the hoods, all the females. It don't anybody matter where you're from. Come. Everybody's invited, you know, but 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 that's because we're not threatened by anybody or we don't, you know, we're not insecure when it comes to that type of thing. So, sure, you're invited. Come through. 
Yeah. I like when everybody mingle, have fun. mingle, meet somebody, talk to the females, I, enjoy yourself. I love when everybody have fun. Everybody's getting to know somebody new and whatnot. I love when people come back to us and tell us like, yo, yo, y'all fucking cook out last year. That shit was crazy, man. Like right. I met such and such, such and we still friends. Da, 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 da. Like I love that type of shit. We had one of the most epic ones. We coming back. Hey. Next summer, man, well, 2022, we got a lot in store for y'all, man. I promise you that. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, just be on the lookout for that, man, because we'll, we'll be doing private events and all that type of stuff, you know, so that's for everybody that supports the Gold Members Podcast, of course. I'm going to tell y'all what we do instead of Friendsgiving right quick, bro, before we go to the next one. I go to Herb's People's Crib on Thanksgiving, and then after that, we go to my People's Crib on th- that's our Friendsgiving. Facts. That's is literally what happens on our, for fucking Thanksgiving for both of us. That's a fact. You know what I mean? But if somebody do invite us this year, we will be there. We're going to pull yeah. up. Yeah. We'll probably up. have our own, honestly, though. Yeah. yeah, something like. You know what I mean? You know, like, you know, and just invite all the people that love and support us to come rock with us. You know what I mean? Break bread. That's what that's all yeah, about. If you subscribe to us, you automatically can come. Yeah, for sure, man. So uh, be on the lookout, man. Like we said, man, check out all of our past content on all the top digital streaming platforms. But, bro, let's go ahead and get into our next segment, man. It's been pretty controversial in the hip-hop culture, your man Travis Scott is under the fire right he now. He sure is. Even though I watched how that thing started out and, like, how people was getting into his event, into his old shebang. Yeah. That shit was crazy how they was breaking through the gates and all of that, man. But yeah. Yeah, man, we can get into that, man. Um, yeah, so what was that, over the weekend? Say, over, over this the past week, weekend? O- over this past weekend, Travis Scott usually has his, you know, his two-day concert. You know what I mean? And it's called Astroworld. Astroworld's like... An old theme park that they used to have in Houston Now he done brought back And he has his own rendition of it As his concert okay. But they still have the, the carnival and stuff in there too So this weekend Before he got on the stage It was cool Like everything wasn't going bananas But then when he got on stage They said there's 50,000 people in there mm. They said people was rushing to the front of the stage Yeah Trampling people Knocking over people Walking over people And People was going into Cardiac arrest out there mm. And eight people Passed away bro wow. Eight people passed away Outside at a concert Mind you This is outside And people are trying to Grasp for air Yeah That's crazy for you To be not able to breathe Outside Yeah like, what, what type of shit was going on? And then there was all types of crazy, like, I don't want to put no false narratives out there, mm-hmm. but I've read different things that people was, like, getting pricked and shit with, like, a needle oh, and I shit. I hear that. You know what I, I mean? Heard I, heard like a, I heard, like, a security officer say he went to go and help somebody. And, he and felt, felt a prick in his a neck. A prick in his neck. I and he that. went unconscious. Yeah. And... And he don't know what happened. He said he woke up to them doing the Novocaine shit, whatever the over, whatever that shit is, yeah. to his nose so he could wake up. And I'm like, damn, like, there was people out there sticking motherfuckers? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's some wild shit. So, you know, my prayers go out to the people, you know, the eight people who died. Um, but on top of this, Travis Scott was hit with a whole lot of lawsuits. I mean, they're going to come like no other at this point in age. Like, everybody going to want to put in something to try to get a couple dollars out of this situation. But... I really do feel bad for the people who passed away because they were all young for the most part. You know what I mean? These are people who are going to a concert and they're pretty much the same age as Travis Scott. You know what I mean? Or a little bit younger. These are young people who was there. These ain't old people. But I don't know, man. People just kind of get out of hand. Like, these are people coming from all over the world and y'all are coming in here rushing the stage. I mean, this isn't the first time this has happened, though. 
Yeah. It's not the first time this has happened. This has happened, uh, I, I could probably bring it up. I think 2000, 2010 it happened in Germany. Um, and then it happened in like 1970. But those are the only two times. But these are the least amount of casualties that have happened at, at, at one of these concerts like this for this reason. You know what I mean? But I don't know, man. How, what they could do to save these people? Like, how was they? Like, who's in charge of this? Who's, whose fault is this, bro? Is it, is, it, is it Live Nation's fault? Is it the people, you know, the, the security people? I mean, they had a whole lot of cops and stuff there. Yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, it's a it's a very unfortunate situation. I mean, you know, I, I did I did get to see some of the footage. I saw like the people rushing what, what I think is I think it was the VIP gate mm-hmm. that people were rushing. And I saw people getting trampled and stuff like that. And to me, I mean, it's it, it's it's just crazy. I mean, I think everybody's kind of liable in a sense. I mean. You know, some of these kids are just bugging out. Like, there's not that much celebrity in the world. There's not, you know, you can't be that much of a super fan to where to you're you you're trampling though. over people to get to a VIP gate. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, you know, I, I do see Travis Scott getting a lot of backlash from like other celebrities, mm-hmm. and you know, just in the in the news and the media in general. And I, I do think that he's kind of part of it, you know what I mean? Kind of partially responsible for it because that's the kind of energy that your concert brings. Like, it brings out the druggies. The mosh pit. It, it brings out the mosh pit, you know what I mean? It brings that kind of energy. And and that's one of the things, you know, as being a good performer, being an artist, is being able to control the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, crowd control is a big thing. When it comes to performance, if you say wave your hands in the air and wave like you just don't, and everybody wave their hands, that's showing crowd control. Baby so, got, so the, the baby just got in trouble for bad crowd control, right? So, mm-hmm. so if you're if you're you know controlling the crowd and you create this mosh pit type of energy, and people get hurt, people get trampled or whatever, then yeah, I, I would say that you are kind of liable for. It. I would say Live Nation. As well is is probably liable because I mean where's security, where's like the structure to this VIP gate? You know yeah, what like, I mean? How like are people getting in, like that's yeah. How thing. how are people getting in? But also again, where's the security? Where's the structure? Where's the you know formatting lines and formatting line? You know, just all those different types of logistical things that usually go into the planning of a concert. Like, how did those things just fall apart? You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's crazy because the concert was going good for the most part all the way up until when he got on stage. Mm. When he got on stage at 9 o'clock, that's when everybody from the back was trying to rush to the front to get closer to get a better view or whatever the fuck they was trying to do. They was trying to hurt people, obviously, because they said the kid who was 17 years old, I was watching his little news clip on the news. He was like, yo, people was kicking, punching. He was like, yo, I was trying to get out of there for my life. Like, I was trying to save my life. People was running over you, stepping on you, kicking you, all types of stuff. So I can only imagine people having asthma in there. Right, asthma. You know what I mean? Like, just real bad asthma or just an underlying condition. Like, the the situations we're in now, like, you know, those shits ain't, that's not something you could play with right now. You know what I mean? And I don't even know, even with the COVID restrictions and shit like that. I mean, it wasn't Houston with Texas, so they don't really give a fuck about that. But, like, just to have 50,000 people in one place was kind of overdoing it. I don't care if it's outside and if it's a festival and all of that other stuff. Just with the restrictions, we should at least have 20,000 people in there. Like, you yeah. still would have made his coin and 
you know, got the like got a good crowd out there for itself. But I don't know. Well, I I tell you what, fifty thousand people at a concert. If I'm the family of any of those eight victims, I'm suing everybody. I'm suing Travis Scott. I'm suing the state of Texas. I'm suing Live Nation. I'm suing everybody because if it's 50,000 people, that means they sold 50,000 tickets at X amount of dollars per ticket. Somebody's getting sued for millions of dollars. And people was just rushing the gate, so some people probably didn't even fucking pay. I don't give a fuck what they paid. You have so a venue. It might be you have people. a you have a venue of fifty thousand people. I'm suing you according to that. It might be more than fifty thousand. That's why I'm saying that. Whatever it is, it don't matter. You getting sued. I'm suing you. And so yeah, if it is more, then that works in my favor. So. 50,000 people, I'm suing you for millions of dollars if I'm the family of one of those people that lost their life because that's a ridiculous amount of money, you know what I mean? And for you all to be making that kind of money and to not have the right structure in place, yeah, somebody got to get sued for that. Yeah, and, you know, all his, anybody who, like, even Drake got hit, they they hit Drake with lawsuits even because he came out at that time, you know what I mean? He was trying to, like, get people's, I mean, it was just a scary thing, bro. Like, I'm suing was, everybody. I don't yeah. care when you came out. If you had something to do with this concert, I don't care if you was backstage. I'm suing you, too. Everybody's pockets is getting hit because you got because somebody's life was lost. Multiple people. And for real, it's, it's really negligence on everybody's behalf from start to finish, from the entry of the concert to the actual concert to the exiting of the concert. Everybody that's involved, performance, staff, executives, everybody's liable for that because you can, I guarantee that when they do the investigation, they're going to find so many errors. Again, from the entry gate to how the concert was actually facilitated to how people actually exited. Because some some people exited on the stretcher. Some people exited in a body bag. So you got to look at the entire concert concert in totality and factor in everybody that's involved in the roles that they played. You know what I'm saying? So, you, you know, I, I just think that it was just irresponsible, on, was just, on, irresponsible. Just, on just everybody's part. It was irresponsible. And just for the fact that, you know, like there was people trying to get them to stop the show. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like there's people's bodies being carried in shifted over the top of the crowd like for for help right like unconscious bodies is getting carried to the front so it's like yo like y'all don't see that right y'all don't see these people being carried on top of other people on top of other like stop the show for a second right see what's going on i mean i did see him try and help one person but that's one yeah you know what i mean but i don't know that was just too much man uh my prayers are with the family out there in houston i hope that um you know, Travis Scott could get a little, you know, come out, say some better shit. I'm tired of them little-ass messages that they be writing on Facebook. They need to come and talk to these people's families, man, because, I don't know, that was just kind of crazy, man, how it just all took place. And Yeah, you know, I mean, some, some of these artists be so detached, and that's why you got to sue them, because you may not get that empathy. You may not get that sympathy from the actual artists, because the, the artists may feel like they're not at fault. So tap their pockets. It's okay. I don't need your empathy, but I'll, I'll tap your pockets. And that's you know why what they mean? do put out those little messages so they can feel a little bit of, you know, give a little bit of sympathy, show a little bit of sympathy. But nah, man, like y'all need to really come out and really talk and let people know what happened, what's going on. Because how don't you know 
all those people snuck in your shit for free. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we used to see like what it kind of made me think of, but it's it's not the same thing. I think it's it's really like the total opposite. Is like remember when Michael Jackson used to be performing? They used to just pass out off the side of Mike. Yeah, that was nervous. Like yeah, like Mike like, used to just come out on stage and people scream so much so they pass out. That's something totally different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Than this, like that was, that was a different type people of getting tran. Yeah, people getting trampled. People overdosing on drugs. People supposedly get pricked in the neck with different things. Like, that's just that's just a lot. That's, yeah, that's a lot. way too much. And I hope they do come out and clear that up. Like, somebody was getting pricked with a fucking needle out there. They need to figure out who was doing that, what's going on, and get to the bottom of that. I don't think if somebody was getting plucked, I don't even think they would keep it a hundred and let us know that that was happening. I mean, I hope so. I would hope so, man. I would, or the person I who really, was getting plucked, I hope they do it at least. Yeah, I would really hope so. But um, in other uh, news, man, um, your man Kanye West, I feel like Kanye probably gave what the the interview of the year. Kanye, to fair the, to say, I give him that. I give him that. Shout out to Nori, man, and the Drink Champs, man. Yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to the Drink Champs. Um, but yeah, man, Kanye pretty much gave the fucking interview of the year. Pretty much, man. He was rambling on, man, letting motherfuckers know how he felt, what he's up to, who he don't like, who he do like, who he want to go up against in a versus battle. That man was going the fuck off. He was actually spitting some real shit in that interview too. He was spitting yeah, some real shit yeah. In that interview. I can't front. That was that was definitely one of my favorite interviews this year. He was he was dropping a lot of gems. Gave a lot of clarity, and and for the for the people who think that Kanye West is crazy, I think he's very conscious and very you know aware. He seems he seems like a like a critical thinker to me. Me too, and I feel I, it's crazy that you even said that fucking word because that's what he said he would call himself a critical thinker. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And I like people do think Kanye is crazy, and they always thought he was crazy or whatever. But I do think he'd be putting on a facade for the media. Like he's a he's a he's a, a ringmaster when it comes to the fucking media. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he knows what gets the masses going and what's gonna get them to talking and what's gonna get them to you know shaking their feathers and shit. You know, getting mad about certain shit. Well, well, one of, one of the things that kind of got people's feathers ruffled, kind of like how you said, was um, him talking about Big Sean and John Legend and yeah. how he don't really rock with them no more. And I mean, if you know, if you follow Kanye, then you know that Big Sean and John Legend were once his artists. They were signed under good music. He pretty much gave both of them their first deal and brought them to the mainstream industry. That he did. And now... You know, years later, he's saying that he don't rock with them, basically, because when he decided to run for presidential office, the Democratic Party used his own friends, Big Sean and John Legend, to, you know, kind of criticize him, you know, as a candidate and some of his views that he had. And so he came out and was like, yo, I basically don't rock with them, which I I totally understand. And I know exact. I remember what he's talking about, specifically with John Legend and Big Sean. How they they were used in different Democratic ads, you know, around, you know, just like the black vote and, you know, Kanye West being a, you know, black candidate. And, you know, even Joe Biden coming out and, and, and saying things like, if you don't vote for him, you're not considered black. Yeah, that was crazy. You know what I mean? And I, I think that's part of what Kanye West was kind of touching on as far as the, the Democratic Party using 
different black celebrities or, or black figures to kind of attack other people And I, I just don't think that he expected it to come from two people where he says he changed their lives It's crazy that you say that too though bro Because he also said the same thing about Common Like yo Common does he know he gonna do some stuff for them But his his tone and his energy for, towards Common when he was saying it It was mad calm Like yeah like he might go and do a couple of shows He gonna do that But he was talking about Big Sean and them Bro, he started off by saying Big Sean's the worst thing he ever did with his career by signing Big Sean. Yeah, I can I can see that. I mean, nowadays I, I I'm not a I'm not a I'm not the Big Sean. Yeah, I'm not a Big Sean fan. I'm not gonna say and lie to you. He had a couple nice tracks, but anything that did have Chris Brown on it was not hot to me. Yeah, and he's even said it, man. How you gonna start your first single off as ass? Ass, like, <laughs> right? You know. So I don't know, man. I, yeah, I'm not really that big of a Big Sean fan, but. They was getting used at that time. You know, Big Sean's in that beautiful couple, you know, that power couple stage. So they're yeah. going to use them and her singing at these conventions. And yep. Big Sean's just being there in support of her. Yep. And that's just, that's still going against Yeezy a little bit. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. it, I mean, you're not on his side. I mean, he even said it. Pusha T didn't diss him. He was going for the Democrats, but he didn't just come out right diss him in front of everybody. Right. That's why he don't got no problem with Pusha T. But Pusha T ain't that type of nigga anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know about Big Sean. I don't know about um, John Legend, but John Legend, man, him and his wife was in a whole bunch of shit. The whole pandemic, just going through a whole bunch of stuff. So I don't know how they was feeling. I just feel like they was just being too social and too nice to everybody. Yeah, that they just was like making themselves look kind of crazy at a certain point in time. Like, so by him just rashing on them and going off and saying what he said, like I agree with Kanye. He he can he he has every right in the world to feel that way. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm not mad at him, man. You know, it's especially like you don't never expect betrayal to. But I mean, even though that's what betrayal is, but you never really expect like the people that's closest to you. You, to really, you know, take a stance against you, especially when you feel like you're doing the right thing. Like, I mean, we, we I, I think we all can agree that Kanye was, you know, flying a little bit off the handle, running for president and, and just some of the things that he was saying during his candidacy. But even still, like just just like you said, like if you don't agree with his views or his campaign, then that's something you express to him. Once you take money to take a stance against him that is kind of like crossing yeah, the line because you're publicly like going against him too yeah yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? that's not like, cool. that's not that's not even brotherly that's not a brotherhood whatsoever which supposedly thought good yeah. music was but you know what people who are usually and, and not to say anything about john legend or big sean but what, what all three of them really have in common is that they're in high profile relationships mm. and a lot of times i, I think celebrities who are in those high profile relationships sometimes they have to make decisions for the sake of their high profile relationship yeah. you know what i'm saying especially especially when your woman has come out and made her stance clear on a certain issue or a certain political candidate once your woman does it kind of puts you in a space where you kind of got to choose a side and if you choose the side that's opposite of your woman in the public eye it could look like you're going against your household in yeah. a sense or like you don't have a healthy relationship so you do see a lot of men who's in these high profile relationships with these women you know, kind of take the side of their woman for the sake of, you know, their relationship, for the sake of their public image. 
you know, all those different things. So I don't know that I kind of see that with John Legend and with Big Sean, because how would they be viewed if they stood next to Kanye, who is ultimately their boss, but who's also standing next to Donald Trump? Yeah. How does how does that make John Legend and Big Sean look? During this whole term, like, right. they've been talking about him, dissing him, saying, and then at the same time, you got Kanye vouching for him, calling him a leader, like a right. father figure type shit, you know what I mean? So, I right. mean, it is a kind of sticky situation, but not to get off track, but you know how you said, like, the, that power couple thing? Yeah. You, I know we was we didn't really get into Wale that time, but I think that's what Wale's missing in his fucking rap career. What, is a power couple? He needs a fucking, because he's not likable. He needs somebody that likes his girlfriend, so that the girls could come listen to his music, mm-hmm. you know, try to relate to him, relate to them. Like, he needs that in his life. I don't know what made that pop up in my head when you brought up Big Sean and them in their relationships and shit. But, yeah, man, shout out to Wale, man. Go get you a girlfriend, man. Try to do your power couple thing, get you a public relationship. But, yeah, I don't know, man. This nigga, um, this nigga Big Sean, he got a, um, he got an album coming out in... I feel like they asked him to go on Drink Champs before Kanye came. Yeah, they did. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. Now you're trying to go on there now that, you know, Ye done said a couple things about you. I wanted to ask you, what do you feel about Kanye hanging out with him after this interview? and taking? Well, he ain't take no picture with him, but he just was in the same vicinity as him and somebody snapped a picture. I mean, you know, I mean. He didn't say he don't like him. He won't talk to him. He just said these niggas are scared of me. Oh, these niggas are scared. He didn't say they're scared to me. That's what he said. He said they're scared. Well, he said that he don't fuck with them. So, I mean, I really don't expect him to kind of... And Kanye seems like the kind of person that stands on what he says and stands on what he believes in. Mm-hmm. So, he said he don't rock with them. So, whether he's going to speak to him or not, I don't know. Especially, like, in a public setting. Because they was next to each other in this picture. This is after the Drink Champs interview. He was with Big Sean somewhere and the dude Hit Boy, and somebody took a picture of them, like, kind of conversing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, you know, I, I think I think that's for, for Big Sean to deal with. You know what I mean? Like, he said, and and I, I think that, that really depends on whether Big Sean values the relationship with Kanye or not. You know, as someone who gave you an opportunity, as someone who changed your life. You know, do you really care to even mend that relationship or, or just kind of leave it where it's at? Kanye express how he feels about you. You could either respect it or check it at this point. Yeah, at this point, you definitely going to have to either respect it or check it. But he told you, I don't want Big Sean to go. If I was Big Sean, I wouldn't even go on Drink Champs and talk about you. That man saved you. I mean, changed your life. Go up there and try to take the high road, doing some humble shit, man. You're on your own now. You got your own label. You're about to make your own money. Just go ahead and keep it pushing, man. Like, don't try to go up there and dish Ye and then end up down the hole somewhere. Nobody's fucking with you. Nobody want to listen to your music because Ye got real fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, like, that real cult following. That cult following, like yeah. Beyonce, the, the Hive and all of that. Yeah. But one of, one of the other things that he talked about that kind of, um, I think that kind of shocked the world, you know, was uh, stating the fact that Beanie Siegel invented the name Yeezy and for anybody that's you know in fashion and pop culture you know Yeezy is one of the biggest brands one of the biggest brand names billion dollar brand billion dollar brand name as of right now just through what he's done with Nike with the Yeezys on Nike and now he's on Adidas and the Yeezy sneaker and some of that technology is one of the biggest 
Adidas shoes. Apparel. You know, probably since the shell toes. Mm-hmm. Fit probably. Yeah, I'll give him that. You know what I mean? And so it, it was, I think it was crazy to hear that Beanie Siegel, and, and, and on top of that, he said he owed him some money for coming up with the name Yeezy. I wonder how much he going to give him. I wonder how much he going to get. I wonder how much he going to give him too, but I do got the clip right here with with, with Beanie he talking about how much he want. <laughs> hey, let's hear it. From a motherfucking other day. What they say, man? What they say? What he say? What he say? He said, "See I owe you 50 million and 5% stock in Yeezy." I know he's happy. You, hey. you can you can hear it in his uh, voice. Fifty million. My nigga was locked up. I know he was like, nigga, I gave that nigga the Jesus name, nigga. Right. Come home and give me Shit. some money. That's a yeah, man. Listen, man. I don't think yeah, he's gonna give him fifty million, but he might give him ten. If, if you give him ten, no, no. I, hey, listen, man. Hey, man, a couple millions cool with, with me. Wait, he said, he said, he said, Yeezy's at one point something billion. One point seven billion, right? 1. So seven billion. One point seven billion. So a hundred million would be ten percent. You know, and then yeah, ten million would be one percent. So if if he gave him one percent of what he made from Yeezy, that's ten million dollars. Yeah, and he said one percent, and then he's giving him five percent stock in it. So that's pretty much a hundred hundred mil. That's a no five five percent. Five percent would be uh if fifty. Fifty. That's what I'm saying. A hundred mil. Fifty million, and then five percent stock. Yeah. That's yeah, 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 yeah. So that's fifty million. Yeah. Fifty million dollars. Yeah. That's so yeah, fifty I mean, million. That's I mean, not bad for, for a nigga from the streets who ain't really getting no money from his music. How he's supposed to? I'm not even sure if Beanie got his masters and all of that type of stuff. But hearing shit like this is good to the soul. Cause I know a nigga like Beanie, what he'll do with fifty million. He gonna take care of Philly. You know what I mean? He gonna take care of his. That's generational saving money for him. Yeah. Life-saving money, man. Because my guy's voice ain't the same no more, so he can't come out and spit them same balls and have that same impact on the track. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It, that's that's a good look for if Yeezy's doing that. He said, yeah, he promised him that. I don't know if Ye was still drunk off the yak or what, but... Uh, I mean, Ye, Ye seemed like after all... And that's the... I, I think we got to give credit to Kanye for that, for always keeping that in mind and for circling back and giving someone that credit... You know, for for something that they helped him with, I think I think that's mad honorable. You mm-hmm. know, from Kanye, and I, I don't I don't think he would have said it if he didn't mean it. Like he knew he was on a public platform. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That Beanie Siegel was most likely going to see because because Beanie Siegel has been on Drink Champs before, so mm-hmm. he's familiar with the platform. So I mean, for him to you know even bring that up because Beanie might even forgot. Yeah, he might, or or he probably didn't even put two and two together yeah, to be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you know what I mean. So again, for for Kanye to 
kind of put that out there and to let it be known that he's been trying to give him this bread or wants to give him this bread, that's just that 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 just speaks volumes to his character. For Word. and the owner of Nike came back and did that for the person who made the swoosh too. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I feel like that'd be a good move for Kanye to look out for somebody, especially somebody he made music with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they got classic records together, you know what I mean? So I mean, but Kanye, for real, Kanye seemed like, just based off of some of the things that he talked about in that interview, mm-hmm. it seemed like he's doing some real good things with his bread, though. It seems yeah. like like he's being real conscious. It seems like he's trying to get into, like, philanthropy a little bit. He talked about this 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 orphanage campus that he's putting together for women, you know, as a as an alternative for women to have abortions. They can come to this orphanage. I mean, he got the help. school. Mm-hmm. And you know he, he got that that I like what he's doing with his dad. His dad got his own like business that he got started out there. He said I'm kind of like a, a reincarnation of my pop. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I'm just doing the things he's doing on a higher level. Yeah, I mean trying to get Larry Hoover out of prison. He's been he's been campaigning that, running around with Larry Hoover's uh, Larry Hoover Jr. Um, you think about him actually asking Drizzy about collabing on stage and doing like a. Album for album, I don't think he really need Drizzy for that, but he went with Jay Prince to try to get Drake to come on stage with him for a Larry Hoover type event, though. Like it's for the release of Larry Hoover. Yeah, I mean he he talked about raising funds. I mean that's what that's what artists should be doing, man. Like Kanye, again, some people talk about Kanye like he's crazy, but Kanye is doing what a lot of celebrities should be doing. Again, mm-hmm. opening up schools, opening up. Orphanage Using his celebrity To raise money For different causes Like That's what That's what That's what I That's what I respect about Artists and celebrities Artists and celebrities Who kind of take on that approach Where They're They're doing things To affect A large amount of people I don't respect when Celebrities do things That's gonna affect A certain Group Of them Or a certain Elite group Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when they put systems in a place or create different things, create different projects where it's it's affecting the masses. That's the kind of stuff that I like to see. I don't I don't like when celebrities do stuff that's going to affect two other celebrities. Like mm-hmm. and then the whole black community looks at that like it's a win for all of us. No. The, the rich took care of the rich in those senses. Yeah. Kanye's doing stuff to look out for ordinary people. And so to me, I, I think I think we just got to distinguish that. Yeah. And and, and and to add to that, um, what you said about him, like you know, starting up a school and everything, he definitely his his basketball team. You know, they got the young kid from from Boston on there. They had their first game yesterday. Oh yeah. You know, what I mean, they lost. You know, shout out to them. But you know, shout out to Kanye. Yeah, he even got kids from our city on his team now. You know. Like who? Who would know? Like somebody coming from Boston, going out there. He's a top player in the nation. He's playing on Kanye's team. He's getting all this new kind of exposure. Like he's doing shit for people in our city. You know what I mean? Like that people in our city ain't doing. Right. Like we could be starting a school out here, doing shit like that out here, but we're not doing that type of stuff. We're trying to recruit kids and get them to certain places. But shout out to Kanye with that man and him being a visionary. Yeah, yeah. Him yeah. being a visionary. Um, and another topic that he talked about was. Jay and Dame. Oh, yeah. Jay and Dame Dash. Um, what Kanye say? He, J- Kanye was um, picked with a choice between Jame and, um, Dame and Dame. I said Dame and Dame Dash. Jay-Z and Dame Dash on who was, like, the best CEO. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he said, um, Dame Dash is a visionary. You know what I mean? And he likes to think of himself as Jay and Dame combined. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to agree with him. Uh, well, I, I do agree with him. In terms of being a CEO and a real visionary, I can say that Dame Dash knows exactly what he wanted and how to get it at that time. Mm-hmm. Still now, even to this day, even though he's kind of, I, I do kind of feel like he's kind of blackballed. Mm-hmm. A little bit You know what I mean Like in terms of Getting to where he want to get to I do feel like he's blackballed But at the same time He still knows What he wants And how to get it If he's getting blackballed He know another way To get it You know what I mean Yeah That's what I do respect And love about um, Dame Dash You know what I mean And I watched The Hard Knock Life Tour um, Documentary I used to watch that shit Like Bible back in the day And I never forget He was so big on Brandon And they was on The Rockefeller Tour And he Def Jam sent jackets in And everybody oh, on the yeah. tour With the big Def Jam jackets All on the Rockefeller tour He's like nigga This ain't a Def Jam tour Yeah he went this crazy a rock. He was going wild You feel me like, yeah. This ain't a Def Jam tour This is a Rockefeller tour Like he just got the vision He knows certain shit Like little things like that A big business To try to come in and swoop And steal all that promotion All that free promotion Of people walking around With that jacket on He's like nah nigga Take them jackets off We need Rockefeller jackets We need people to know About The Rock And they did know About The Rock That's why they was able To sell it for so much money And do certain things With that business And that company And it all started From scratch Right He cut the Dame Dash And Biggs That you brought up earlier He kind of fronted the bread And Jay Z was just Really the talent Right 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 I mean yeah, man. I mean, Dame Dash, you know, I, I think just by how things were perceived with the whole Rockefeller and, you know, Jay and Dame and stuff, I definitely feel like Dame was painted as the bad guy. But I feel like he was he was kind of like the, the sacrificial lamb in a sense because he was putting himself out there, you know what I mean, like on the front line for his company, for his team. And was really dealing with like all the all the tough issues, but in hindsight, he was really creating a lane of independence, which a lot of artists these days are profiting off of and trying to do now too. Even if they're not, they're trying to be independent, right? At least make- at least trying to be independent and signing their own artists, and just kind of you know making sure that they're seen as an equal when it when it came to the business and that that was one of the main things that i think you know dame dash was really pushing for is is to make sure that it was a it was a level playing field mm-hmm. you know what i mean between the artists and the actual label and so i could see that i could see why kanye would would pick dame dash over jay-z because i feel like maybe he saw dame dash going to war for him you know what I mean? Day in and day out. On top of being the one that believed in him, you know, when he was just a producer, he believed in him, one, as a producer, but also as an artist and kind of gave him that platform. So I could see that. And Kanye said a thousand percent, like a thousand he percent. He said a thousand percent, absolutely, Dame Dash. And I, I can't. I, I loved gotta, when he said I that. I got to agree because, like, <laughs> I didn't, I mean, Hov's just now making a movie. You know what I mean? Like, he's just now getting into that movie scene type shit. This nigga done did paid in full, bro. That's yeah. a hood cult classic. Yeah, that ain't going nowhere. But you, but but I always looked at that, and you know, I've never been a fan of Jay Z. But I, I always looked at how, from them old Rockefeller days, how all the artists rocked with Dame Dash, but none of them rocked with Jay Z. I like, feel like that they, that always stood out to me. I feel like they stood out because Dame is the one writing the checks. 
At the end of the day That's who's writing your check That's who was writing Jay's check Right You know what I mean So they're gonna have A better relationship with Dame And Dame's the one out there Finding this talent Like I remember listening to them Beanie Siegel and them On, on his Drink Champs joint He said that Freeway and none of them Even knew Hove When they went up there To Hot 97 And spit all that fire Yeah that was their first time That was their first time yeah. Meeting each other You know what I mean So it's like Dame put that shit together for real Like them niggas didn't really know each other They had to really grow over time I think that's why it wasn't so solidified And so It wasn't it wasn't really like together Like no togetherness No loyalty really there with them Because they didn't know each other I feel like they just came in on some more, Oh they from Philly We from New York type shit But Yeah But I mean even the cast from Philly Didn't know each other That was some of their oh, yeah, first time meeting too yeah, yeah So they didn't even really know each other But I think Again, most of them saw that Dame Dash was the one that was going to bat for them. Mm-hmm. And and even still, after it broke up, Dame was the one who kind of kept that relationship with them. Like, I, I've heard Oskino talk about, you know, it, the fact that he still communicates with Dame Dash. And the fact that he ain't heard from Jay-Z since back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I, I, think, I think just like the way that Dame Dash treated... It's kind of like... Um, it's kind of like like how people say like you know pe- people don't remember what you did for them they only remember how you made them feel yeah you know what I'm saying and I think that Dame Dash probably made them feel like they all mattered as artists you know what I mean just mm-hmm. going to bat I mean which he, is his he, job he he I mean Beanie Siegel talks about when he was on trial Dame Dash was there. At every single court date And he was bringing different people To speak on Beanie Siegel's behalf People don't forget stuff like that Oh what? No, not whatsoever And I think he remembered something When the, the judge asked him Asked Jay-Z Asked like, Jay-Z will, will you be responsible for him Right If if we let him out And Jay-Z's like no Right I won't be responsible for that grown man Right So again So Beanie Siegel's not thinking about All the positive stuff that Jay-Z has done for him He could only remember how Jay-Z made him feel In that moment In that moment That's what stands out to him It does And it's crazy He kind of remember. He thought about it And he said it like You know like This is what happened You know what I mean Like at that time He was like I did not like that I didn't fuck with you though. Now that I'm older And now that I'm at this stage In my life I do understand Why he would say that Because why would he Want to be in charge of me I was a loose cannon Right Why would I like Put that in his hands Like if I get in trouble He's in trouble now You know what I mean So yeah man I don't know man Shout out to Dame I do think he's definitely The visionary um, That Kanye was ex- uh, Explaining him to be And saying he was I mean he put that Whole shit together so yeah, he been he been he been talking Floating about this whole independent thing for some time now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, and kind of taking all the bullets. You know what I mean for 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 all the artists to have that independence nowadays. So is that him on the beginning of that ASAP Rocky joint? Like y'all took this shit, y'all put this shit together. Don't um, let them take this shit. Yeah, that is Dave on there, but he be telling them niggas on there like how to keep it them, like stay G, like don't sell this shit. Everything's y'all. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, now nah, for sure, for sure, man. But um, you also had a had a pretty controversial topic that you wanted to dig into. Um, but before we get into that, man, make sure y'all check out all of our latest episodes on all the top digital streaming platforms online. That's Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Music. But um, a couple months ago, well, I don't even want to say a couple months ago, but a few weeks ago, before the NBA season started, there was a lot of talk about. 
Kyrie Irving not being vaccinated and not being able to play and join the Brooklyn Nets uh, for the regular season of the NBA. And then shortly after, a few um, reports came out about Aaron Rodgers, who's the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. And the report basically stated that he lied about being vaccinated um, prior to the season starting. And, um, you know, this this whole thing came out. And for most people, it created this this double standard. One of the main people who kind of pushed this story to the forefront was Jay Williams. I saw him bringing it up, you know, and, and, uh, you know, kind of referring it to Stephen A. Smith because Stephen A. was one of the people who was critical of Kyrie Irving and not being vaccinated or his choice not to be vaccinated. And so I think some people were kind of looking for that same energy now that this whole story has come out about Aaron Rodgers, who is a white athlete, who's a white quarterback, who's favored in the eyes of the NFL and the fans and stuff like that. So it kind of created this question around, is there a double standard when it comes to race? And I think there is, bro. And I honestly just did. This is my main point with the whole situation. Like. Stephen A, I love Stephen A, bro. But Stephen A was bashing Kyrie for a week straight. I'm talking no filter type shit. Like, he was going from first take to a 6 o'clock show, bringing the smoke. He was doing that shit for a week straight. When they found out that this man right here had COVID, like, he tested positive for COVID-19. And that's how they found out that he's not vaccinated. Like, they, they, they didn't find it out from no other way. Because even people who was vaccinated can get COVID-19 still. But they had a Halloween party. And that's where he got it from. But anyways, he started to use the word, I'm immunized. And, I you know, he goes home and use other home treatments to boost his immune system and shit like that. And, all right, like, if that's the type of shit you're doing, why can't Kyrie Irving do these things? If these are the things that he's been living in, these are the things that he's about, like... He's all about this whole earthly thing. If you if you see his girlfriend, she's into that. I think that's one of the main things. Like you said, your partner is going to drive you into certain situations. His partner is a natural. Like, she doesn't take medication. She had an at-home birth in the tub. Her and Kyrie did it together themselves. Like, that's the type of shit Kyrie's on. That's why he's not. That's why he's so against his vax. And here we go with the white man. He just didn't want to get the vax, but they still let him play in certain states that they're prohibiting Kyrie Irving from playing in. He just played against the L.A. Rams in L.A. Kyrie couldn't go play against the Lakers. He can't go play against the Golden State Warriors. But 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 all week long, we got Stephen A. bashing him for not doing this, not for not taking this. But he's not bashing and keeping the same energy, the same, you know, Words that he had with with Kyrie for this white man. It's like, yo, why as black men we keep bringing down our people and we don't keep that same energy with the next man, with the next race? It don't even matter if he was Chinese. Like, I feel like he wouldn't have kept that energy. He talked about it for one day. Nobody spoke about it like that anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from from what I saw, I did see Stephen A. kind of go in on on Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. I heard him call him a flat-out liar. You know what I mean? Which he didn't he didn't call Kyrie Irving a liar. Um and he called for Aaron Rodgers to be suspended, which he didn't call for Kyrie Irving to be suspended. He called for Kyrie Irving to get traded or get cut. That's he what he traded traded, but that's not that's, suspended. He's trying to stop the man's money. He want him cut. He want him done. Yeah, but okay, getting them traded, you you can still get another job. So 
again, being suspended, that's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I don't I don't think it's the same thing at all. One is two different leagues, right? We're talking the NFL versus the NBA. Yeah, but those vax rules apply in in the in the in the state, right? So I was gonna say that it's two different states. Green Bay, Green Bay Packers is where in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So Wisconsin versus New York, two very different states, landscape wise, geographically. Mm-hmm. Um. Two different organizations. So not only, o- hold on. Not only not only is Aaron Rodgers, you know, at fault, but the Green Bay Packers as well. Because if Aaron Rodgers lied and they and the Green Bay Packers supported him in his lie, then that's two different things. I don't think the Brooklyn Nets are willing to lie for Kyrie Irving. Why? Because they don't got a championship for them. Whatever, whatever. I'm just, I'm just, uh, whatever. I'm just saying that the relationship is different. The relationship that Aaron Rodgers has with the Green Bay Packers, they're obviously willing to lie for this man. I don't know if Kyrie Irving has that same relationship with the Brooklyn Nets that Aaron Rodgers has with his organization. Is what I'm saying. I can see you saying that. Why you would say that too is because they don't want Aaron Rodgers sitting on the bench. Yeah, Green definitely. Bay, Green Bay don't want him sitting on the bench. They don't want to start that rookie quarterback. Right. And he had to go up against Patrick Mahomes this weekend, and they barely lost. So it's like, we got Aaron Rodgers. We win that game. You know what I mean? So I right. know that that's probably why they're like, you know what? I don't want this kid starting. We we need Aaron Rodgers. We'll do anything to get him. He's already on the fence with the organization wanting to trade and wanting to leave. So they're probably like, you know what? Let me just, you know, let this dude play without being vaxxed. We don't want no more problems with him because he didn't come to training camp. At all. He didn't come around at all, all summer long. So I could see that being the reason why. That was a good point you brought up right there. Yeah, I mean, it just, you know, and and you're right. It could be favoritism. It could be white privilege, you know, whatever term you want to put on it. But that's the relationship that he has with, you know, the Packers. Again, I don't, I don't think that the – because we can't say – we can't say that it's just Aaron Rodgers. You know, the Packers has – team physicians and team nurses and stuff who probably administer all these different tests and, and these these physical examinations. So we can't just say it's Aaron Rodgers because, okay, Aaron Rodgers says, tells a lie. The Green Bay Packers allowed him to get away with that lie. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so it, it may be a very different conversation if the Brooklyn Nets stood behind Kyrie Irving, which it doesn't seem like they did to me. Yeah, no. It don't. It don't seem like like the Brooklyn Nets said, "Okay, we're gonna stand with Kyrie Irving on this position, and we're gonna make it so that he can still practice and play with us, although he doesn't want to be vaccinated." It because looks like could. it looks. It looks like it looks like they said the rules is the rules, Kyrie. Whether you want to deal with the rules or not, that's up to you. That's that's what it seemed like the Brooklyn Nets because they didn't stand behind him and say, "Well, we're gonna fight this for you, Kyrie." They didn't. To me, it didn't look like they said that. No, no, no they didn't because they 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 already stopped him from coming to the practices and they did stuff that they could have done for him, but they don't want to do. You know what I mean? There's yeah. stuff that, there's certain things they can do, but like I said, what what does that have to do with Aaron Rodgers going? That's the NFL's problem too. Because what is Aaron Rodgers doing playing in Los Angeles? Like he can play there, like you know what I mean, and they'll let it go. Like, but like you said, that's the relationship that he does have with the organization. For them to lie for him, 
Because right. they had to lie also. Like he's not gonna be able to just go up there and play, and and there be no no consequences. Like the organization knew from the jump from the summertime that he was not vaccinated. But I really do think it's a black white thing a little bit. Sometimes there's something in there, a little something. Um, what else was it, bro? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll see though. I I did see that 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 they just find the Packers. They they find the Packers. Like three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, I just seen that. I think it just came out a little while ago that they did find the Packers uh, three hundred thousand dollars, and they find um, Aaron Rodgers. I think maybe like fifteen thousand or hmm. something like that. But it just it just came down. I just saw it on online on social media um, where where they did say that where they are finding him and the Packers. Um, so I guess, yeah, they, they did just hand down that. Well, that's what's up. At least they tried to find him or something like that. But I wonder if he's going to be able to play next week. Yeah. 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 I mean, look, see, you got, you got him saying it right. It's Stephen A. Aaron Rodgers came across as a national embarrassment. Then this news, when this news came out, this news came out last week. He coming out, what, yesterday, today? Nah, but I mean, this is, I think this is what he's saying as of this as new, of mm-hmm. yeah, of this, as of this new update um, about it. So, I mean, yeah, man, I mean, well, we, we, we haven't seen nothing from Kyrie yet. So it looks like Kyrie's going to stand on, you know, stand on the square, stand on, stand on with he's, you know. I'm going to stand with my guy. Yeah. I mean, hey. I think that that's fair. I mean, if if you don't want to get it, then just don't show up to work. I don't think that that's a problem. I, I, but I, I think you got to make the choice. You know what I mean? You can't. I think my boy should wait till Trump come back in the next three years, and then we'll find out. But then he ain't going to vote for Trump. He might not. He ain't not even voting. Kyrie, Kyrie ain't voting. But he's definitely not going to advocate. You know what I mean? So what? So if 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 Trump... And see, and see, that's 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 part of the bad thing about it. So what you're gonna go against Trump, but then if he goes in and puts in policy, you're gonna be in favor of that policy. What you mean? Oh, I don't. Oh. So 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 let's say Trump does come back. Mm-hmm. Someone like Kyrie Irving may or may not support him. I think it's fair to say that he won't support him, mm-hmm. right? He won't support him, but then he comes back and then he says, "Well, I'm lifting this whole vaccine mandate." You're gonna be happy about his policy. Although you disagreed with him as a candidate, so how does that work? Where do, where do you stand, Kyrie, when it when it comes to that? If if it comes to that, to where Donald Trump runs or another president runs that you don't necessarily agree with, but they lift the vaccine mandate so that you could return to work. I think when it comes to political, he don't care if they taking that vaccine mandate off. He's rocking with that vaccine mandate. It don't matter about like a vote or anything. He just really, if you're not going to do the the vaccine mandate, cool, I'm with that. So 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 it don't matter who the candidate is, as long as they with the vaccine <laughs> lifted that, like, he's with it. I think he's with it. Okay. I do. Right. I do think he's with All it. Right. No well, what. I mean, it's only one way, you know, one way to tell. Definitely. Only one way, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But um we'll definitely keep an eye out for that, man. But um and then uh your girl Summer Walker. Oh yeah, bro. just put out a new album. I haven't listened to it. I'll be honest. No, I, I, I ain't got front. I, I, I ain't listened to it like that. I only heard one or two songs, right? It was just the, what was going on, like, social media-wise. Like, I did not get it. 
it seemed like girls was getting upset on purpose when this album came out. Like, they was, like, getting in their feelings. Like, I don't know if this is, like, a thing. Like, is this cool to do? Are we uh, are we too old for that? Can we be too old for that? I don't know. I mean, what did you see? How how were they reacting to this to this latest album so, that came so out? So, before these, the, this album even came out, they was already talking about how... You know, it's sad girl season. We're going to all be in the house right now. Adele's about to drop. Mm-hmm. Summer Walker's about to drop. Scissor's about to drop. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like this sad girl movement, this payback movement. Like, I'm in my feelings type of shit. And I could feel it and sense it in mad woman everywhere. Mm. Especially on social media. Like, it was like, I'm about to wake this nigga up and, 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 and start an argument on purpose. I saw a lot of that going on. Like, you gonna wake somebody up to start an argument on purpose because somebody's new album came out? <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, you know, some of these females caught up in the Matrix, man. They are. It's and, the and, Matrix. And then, I ain't gonna lie, it was kind of crazy because they, like, delusional. It's not even as if they know her or London on the track, but they're literally writing in London on the track's comment section and his DM. Yo, how could you do this to my sis? What did you do? Like, why? How could you? And it's like, yo, are y'all really bugging? So did did Summer Walker and, and London on track break up? Yeah. Why? What, what did he do? He did he cheat on her? He ain't, he ain't been good from the jump, I suppose. He been cheating. He been leaving her out, just treating her wrong, supposedly. I'm not sure how that shit goes, but it's like, how do you have sex to her music? What is this? What do, like? How do you do this, bro? Like, do you do the romantic shit? Like, what are you supposed to? makeup sex like what is going on like i don't get what is going on with her music like what type of feeling is it giving these girls is it, is it like keisha cole hatred music i don't know man you I ever listen to any of her songs i listen i listen i haven't listened to her new album i do usually listen listen to summer walker i like her music typically um i did see some crazy shit about her on during the pandemic about her not showering every day that's what she said you know, and it was that whole thing was happening about not showering every day. You're going to make me look it up because she definitely says something about her. If she don't shower every day and everybody's going crazy over this album, that is a, that is a mistake. She, if she don't shower every day, if she don't shower twice a day, we have a problem. <laughs> this That is a problem. You are a female. You are a woman. You need to be showering at least twice a day, sweetheart. I don't care how rich and famous you are, whatever you want to call it. You need to be. You need to have your ass in the shower at least twice a day. That is inexcusable, especially as a woman. Like there's, there's, what? Like you're not showering twice a day. Nope. You you need to be doing at least two showers and a wipe down every day, a midday wipe down. You need to shower in the morning, midday wipe down, shower at nighttime. Folks was coming at her on her social media for saying she hates showers and her handy shower alternative is a shower bowl. I don't know. This is about what she that. says. My washing bowl, I, I get to wash in my bowl. I hate showers. So is she like doing a bird bath? She's doing bird baths. She's doing bird baths. And you know what? She she does strike me. I, I think that's part of it, man. Most of these women are so caught up with you know, and it's sad. It's sad. It's sad to see, like, modern women, regular women, follow behind these celebrity women 
who are just as lost, if not more lost. Or doing the total opposite of what they're singing and rapping over about or whatever. Yeah, that too, because that is, that is another part of it. But I just feel like women, modern women, are just so influenced by celebrities mm-hmm. and what they see in entertainment. That was one of the things that, like, my, my parents always instilled in me at, at a young age. They was like, yo, we'll let you listen to whatever music that you want to listen to as long as you understand that it's entertainment. Yeah. And nothing more than that. Like, like your favorite rapper is not the person that he says he is. You know what I mean? He's not living the lifestyle that he says that that he says he does. And I think women get lost up in that. Like they, you know, especially when it comes to like R and B music, they get so caught up in the fantasy of it and what these women are saying in the song. Like as far as what what their life should be or what the relationship should be, how he should be treating you. And they get lost in that and then come to find out Summer Walker can't even keep her man her damn self. At all. At all. Because you just said London on the track been shitting on her since day one. So who is she to give any type of, you know what I mean? But it's breakup music, though. You got That's what I'm saying. You got to kind of hear like she's telling these stories about and I guess girls are relating. And I don't know how they, how, I don't know what they expect to get out of it, though. Like, are you going to. Take some of these lessons from her album and go and apply them to your relationship now? It's just it's just affirmations. You know, women look for affirmations. That's what they want. They want you to affirm that, you know, how they think they look. They want you to affirm that they actually look that good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know Reassurance. They, 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 want, they want some reassurance that what they're thinking about their man is what he's thinking. Is is what's actually happening. So when they listen to a Summer Walker song and Summer Walker is saying something that relates to what they're going through, that's that reassurance. That's that affirmation that they get. So they listen to that to say, oh, my man is treating me wrong. He's the stupid one because I'm the prize for him treating me wrong. And Summer Walker sings about this because, like you said, it's breakup music. So they go and they listen to this breakup music from a woman's perspective, and she's just reaffirming all of them like trying things. Trying to lay down, y'all. It's winter time. You doing yeah. this? Yeah, I mean Beyonce. Beyonce been doing this for the longest. She came out with a song called "Single Ladies." All the meanwhile, she's married. Yeah. Well, we all knew that. We all said that shit too. Like, yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. it's like you singing about single ladies. And all this pride about being single, but yet you're doing everything to keep your relationship together. I can't front, man. I ain't taking no advice from nobody who don't get in the shower. <laughs> right. Who don't shower twice a of day? Of course. Or I, who's, I expect, who's taking bird baths? Bro, I expect my shorty to leave me. If I got a shorty, I'm married, anything I got, baby, I expect her to leave me if I ain't hopping in the rain. Yeah. On a day-to-day basis. If I'm going in there filling up the sink project style. With the bar, right? And pulling up the little joint and pulling up the little yeah, the, the, little, the, joint, the little sink stopper, the little sink stopper, and dropping your rag in there <laughs> and doing the old bird thing. You know how dirty oh, that water get? You know how dirty no that way, like, she's not really taking bird baths out here. It was, the, I mean, that did come out. You might, like you might, you might, you might deserve to be treated on if if you out here taking bird baths. I cheated on. I'm leaving. You need so you you deserve to just be left. Yeah, no, nah, all not, around. I'm not. If you're not getting in the shower, there's no reason for me to be around. Twice a day, it with a wipe down, with a with an extra wipe down, like it, like that's the bare minimum as a woman. Now you got me feeling like there ain't no wet wipes at the spot. Like, right. 
Or how you even expect your man to even eat your pussy? Right. That was, you just read my mind to get all up in you and you ain't wiping, you ain't showering. He got to be off the yerky. He got to be. Something he ain't smelling. I don't know what's going on. I don't even want to think about it now. That's probably why he was cheating on him, man. That's it's so dirty, nasty, bird bitch. Bird bath. Yeah, a little bird bath. Like, come on. That's that's not then good. you making romantic music like. Who even want to lay up with you? You don't even smell good. You're not even fresh out the shower. <laughs> yeah. How you making, yeah, you, yeah, I guess breakup music should be her thing. Yeah. But that's a fast way to get broken up. Yeah, because if you don't like no shower, like, yeah. You stinking? Was... Pull up a picture of her because she kind of looked like she might stink. This is the video right here. <laughs> <laughs> she she probably looked like one of them chicks who who's like not shaving under her underarms. Oh, you don't think she's doing none of that? Yeah, hygiene? yeah, she's not. Yeah, she got she probably got the got the, got the kitty all furry down there. She probably ain't shaving the old kitty she got cat. Thunder cat. She got the. <laughs> <laughs> she got the thunder cat. She got the old thunder cat. Thundercat. Thundercat and bird baths. She got the Thundercat from 1960. Oh, no way. Nah, man. I don't know, man. I just know she did go down for saying that she don't take showers. She do the bird bath thing, but she got to be playing. Like, you you got to be playing. Like, you got to be kidding me, man. Like, you're not going to tell me that you don't do the shower thing. And then she, what did she say? I'm being bullied? Yeah, I'm being bullied and I don't shit on no, I don't do shit to nobody. Is this what she's talking about with the, with the shower? With she's the shower being bullied. Shit. You kind of should be bullied. I, mean, I don't want to say that, but come on. Like, you you deserve you deserve to kind of be picked on if you're not shower. You're a grown-ass woman. And she showed a picture of her wash bowl. Stop it. Let me see this wash bowl. Because uh, if, if, you, if you females stop popping up with these damn wash if bowls. If I walk in your motherfucking bathroom. And, and you, you got, got a the, wash bowl. You got the mixing bowl oh. underneath this thing. Talking about it's a wash bowl. That's a red flag. To a red flag That is fucking Cancel culture Cancel <laughs> Fucking out of here <laughs> I'm out of here That's definitely Cancel culture that's Cancel culture I'm good I don't want no smoke I don't want Like that's what I'm saying Like I don't even want To do nothing And first of all That, that whole conversation Around not taking baths Every day That started with A white boy it started, yeah. Remember Asher Kutcher and his wife were saying it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Adam Twenty Two from No Jumper was oh. the main one saying that he don't shower every day. That's where that started. At I can see him not showering every day. So come on, a white boy, a white boy not showering every day. Okay, I could see that. But a black female, black woman, and it's so and, and black women are so high on hygiene. Right. Like, that's like the number one thing black women are on top of. So I, she got to be fucking playing with that because she just dropped a new album. Nobody can't be going to listen to that if you ain't even washing up the kitty. Yeah, you're not washing your ass. Stop it. At least twice a day. Come on. Nah, London on the tracks, he ain't going to just sit there and smell that like that. He ain't, he ain't that. I wouldn't either. I'll be getting right up out the bed. Like you're not coming to lay up with me, and you ain't fresh out the shower. That that just applies like right now. Like before, like we get in bed, we, we gotta at least shower. That's her wash bowl. Stop it. She got the old college dorm joint. She she taking it back to old college dorm days. She got the huggy wipes. 
<laughs> she definitely got the huggy wife. Yeah, what else is that? Shea Butter Johnson and Zoom Johnson. Zoom in on that. Zoom in. <laughs> Shea Butter Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, she got the Shea Butter Johnson. What's that blue stuff right That's there? That's a face soap, a vitamin face soap. She got the Dr. Tail foam and bath. Is she getting in the bathtub? No, no. No, that's the soap. That's the body wash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's some clam and toning thing that's for the face, too. Some glam toning thing for the face. Oh, so, so she really only care about the face. She ain't, she ain't getting... She ain't getting all the nooks and crannies. Nah, she can't be. I know we kind of late on this whole shebang right here, but she can't be doing this. Yeah, you can't even, you can't even give relationship advice if you're not, you're not showering properly. Yeah, you kinda, yeah, she yeah. kind of looked dirty. She's giving bad wee vibes. She's she's definitely giving bad I hygiene do, vibes. I, I, I like her music a little bit though, man. Yeah, dope voice. I mean. Her voice is crazy. She's she's actually one of the few people like who can actually sing. Yeah, like she's who, a, who she's has very a voice. Talented. She's very yeah, talented. for sure. But she got to get her personal situation together. She's definitely giving me dirty vibes though. Yeah. Bad bad hygiene vibes. She's giving me. Bad weave in the project vibes. Yeah. Like the track showing. Yeah, she's not. Yeah. On this picture, this picture that we're looking at. I'm not going to do it like that because she do be looking high sometime on some of her pictures and shit like that. But this picture we're looking at right here yeah. is giving bad hair day type vibes. But she's trying to swing it as a. May, and it says she may also have issues with brushing her teeth. Nah. It says it right there. Oh, yeah, I do. But come on now. Yeah, nah. She's trolling. She got to be true. That ain't the way. Yeah, that is not attractive at all. Because I would have left. Yeah. I told you cancel culture for that one. Yeah, cancel culture for sure, for sure. Cancel fucking culture. Yeah, for that's pretty. Well, I'm going I'm to I'm go back. I'm going to give her her new album a listen, man. Yeah, to we're going to give y'all a review To see time. what got all these women in their feelings about this. Because you're right, man. It's winter time. This is the time. This is not the time to be breaking up with your significant other or or cutting off that nigga that you talk to or that nigga that's giving you consistent Deasley. This is if, not the time to break up with that what if man. They're trying to go back to the ex to the old thing. Well, yeah, do that, but you know, keep keep your roster together. I mean, this is winter time. You know what I mean? Some of them snow days, snow days is gonna happen. <laughs> if you in the city of Boston, if you in this New England area, you're gonna have some snow days. Hey, and right now they about to be giving out three hundred and ten dollars an hour for labor out here on the oh, snow yeah, you days. Did say that. I just want to make sure I threw that out there. They're gonna be giving out three hundred and ten dollars an hour for snow labor this winter because they're not sure we're gonna have a shortage of people helping out here on the snow. So we definitely gonna have snow days because we don't got people to clean the fucking streets like that and if you out here empty handed yeah or, or, or if somebody choose that check over you or choose that other person over you you gonna need a backup Gonna need some help here. You better get some motherfucking lotion. Right. Toy. You gonna you gonna need somebody to that? uh shovel your car out in the morning, shovel that driveway. What is it? You better go get you one of them roses we was talking you about. Better get one of them week. roses, exactly. <laughs> you better get one of those. Yeah, bro. For real. Uh, um, uh, one more thing I wanted to bring up, man. I watched that the holiday fall movie, man. If you got some time this weekend, man, or this during this week, make sure you give that a check out, man. That was one of the coldest movies. Kind of like a black Django, you know what I mean? Jay Z mm-hmm. helped produce it and all. All of that, mm-hmm. but they had some real good. What's it, Ibra? What's his fucking name? 
Idris, Idra. Yeah, Idra. Idra Elbis. Yeah, he's Idra in there. Selba. You know, he's one of the, the main characters in the movie, man. But that movie was dope, yo. I tried to go to sleep. You know how you put a movie on and try to go to sleep? Mm-hmm. I put that joint on. I was up the whole time. I watched the whole shit through and through. Smoked a couple blizzards, man. I thought I was going to bed, but ended up being up till 3 in the morning, man, watching that motherfucker. Mm. I seen Colin Kaepernick came out with his new documentary or do docu docufilm. I did see that. On, uh, on Netflix. I did see that. And you know who I seen it from? Jamel Hill, Jamel Hill. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I saw her at the at the premiere. I seen her, of course. So yeah, you know, Kaepernick came out with this whole docu film about his life. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, where was what is he doing with the bread? And 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 then I saw I saw in the uh, someone put up a post on social media, kind of talking about. One of the statements that he made in the docufilm, basically saying how playing in the NFL was like slavery, mm. and so the the person who put up this post kind of made the point that Kaepernick is contradicting himself because it's like, all right, if it's slavery, then why are you trying so hard to get back into the league if they if they treat you like a slave? And so, uh, but that was that was to the extent that I've seen or heard. About the docufilm, I'm not really interested in it too much. Me neither. I just feel like it's a it's a it's a self serving play for him to come out with a docufilm about his life and not necessarily the, the issue that he's supposed to be frontlining. Um, so I don't know, but if you've seen it out there, let us know. Leave a comment, man. Let us know what you think about the docufilm that Kaepernick came came out with. Yes, let me know if you've seen it too, man, because I, I might check it out a little bit. What is it? Was it on Netflix? It's, it's on Netflix. HBO Max. Yeah. I can't even remember the title of it because I'm just so not I remember him being on there with the black African 70s fro with the suit on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do remember him being on his, you know, black power shit for a quick, quick hot second. Right. I did see that. But, th- yo... Couple couple quick sports things, bro, before we get out of here. Did you see that bullshit Ben Simmons to the Celtics? I did see that for Jalen Brown. Oh, I thought I seen it for the Naismith kid, Marcus Smart, and two first round. I saw picks. what I saw on social media was that there was trade rumors around Ben Simmons and, and Jalen Brown. That wouldn't even make any sense. We would be trading the, the, the our third pick for the first pick who's worse. Yeah. Even though I don't I mean, Ben Simmons is just missing one jumper. Yeah, and some confidence, but I don't want him here. I don't don't bring him here. I don't want no Jesus if he, here. If if he can't handle that Philly crowd, he can't handle the Boston crowd. We the city of champions out here. It's not gonna fly. It's definitely not gonna fly. Fam. It is not gonna fly. These Irish people gonna let his ass have it. Yeah, especially knowing you already kind of weak. And you soft that heart. Yeah, yeah. We gonna we gonna let you have it. And you know, I'm not a fan of clutch sports either. So. Oh, did you see Clutch speaking the new shows and stuff? Did you see your man? Your man, hold up. Your man's. Your man, Rich Paul. Why that my man's? I'm just, uh, your no, man's. That, no, 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 no. Yeah, he, he, he ain't your man's, but <laughs> this man, Rich Paul, is coming out with his own show called Clutch Academy. You haven't seen it? Nah, but. Oh, please Google it. Yeah, he's he's coming out with a with a reality show called Clutch Academy, which Clutch Sports is their sports agency that they have, and he's coming out with like a reality show, and of course he's the star on the show. 
Rich Paul. Is he doing this with Facebook? It's called Clutch with a K. Put Clutch. It's Clutch oh, with a K. Oh, oh. Yeah. No. This is this is a TV series. I, I I can't remember the the network that it's coming out on, but this is a a TV series that he's doing. BET. Is it BET? November twenty third to start. Look at that. That quick, huh? Yeah, already got a show. And so, you know. You know, Adele's a shorty, too. She yeah, yo, listen. I mean, he's just screaming that he wants to be a celebrity. Oh, yeah, you know, he's definitely trying to make that transition. If yeah. he hasn't already. Yeah. If he hasn't already, he's definitely trying to make that. It's a docu-series. Yeah. And, I mean, for, you know, anybody who don't know, me personally, I'm not a fan of Rich Paul. Um, I don't like him as a person. I don't like him as a businessman. Um, the dude Kenyon Barris, he do make some good shows. I did like that show he had, but they kind of took it off air and renew it for a second season. But it was all right. Yeah, but Rich Paul, man, he just he he's just screaming that he wants to be in the spotlight. You know what I mean? I don't like him ever since the the Terrence Clark thing. I think he was negligent with that. I think he's liable for that kid's death. And now he seems like he's just trying to step into, like, this superstar celebrity role. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As, like, this great business person or something like that. And his his decision-making just says everything opposite to me, at least. So yeah. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it. I'm going to watch it because I want to be super critical about it. I'm going to check it out, too. I probably won't be super critical, but I do want to be able to, you know, come in here and talk about this shit because... We do got a little bone to pick with Rich Paul and Clutch Sports, for real, and I can't wait till we meet him. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, no. I'm going to be super critical because, again, he's passing himself off to be like this great businessman. Well, as a great businessman, you should be, you should, you make critical decisions. And so your critical decisions should be critically criticized. Yeah, they should. I mean, he he just he just got a whole lot to explain. There's a whole lot of holes missing for us here. Yeah. Especially with me and you, we want to know what the hell is going on with those websites and what happened. Like, what happened? Like, who's helping with T Clock? We got, we go online right now. There's T Clock fucking jerseys being sold and all this crazy stuff happening. Like, we need to put the cease and desist letters. Like, you're an agent still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he needs to be sued. The whole clutch, the whole clutch <laughs> you're, you're sports. Sue him, huh? Yeah, sue. Yeah, he needs to sue be sued. Him. Sue him. Yeah, he need to be sued straight up. The whole clutch sports and. For them to just be parading. I mean, you know, people, other people have to see this and you have to realize how triggering that might be for certain individuals. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Particularly T. Clark's family. You know what I mean? Like they now have to see this brand and constantly be reminded about the tragedy that took place within their family while you up here trying to be. Mr. Celebrity or, you know, Mr. Super, superstar type of thing. You know what I'm saying? You know what's so crazy? Yo, Terrence's mother better get some money from this docuseries. Why? Because he's a cast member on this show. I'm going to look at the cast members. Yep, I can see it. You've seen it, right? Yep, yep. He said, here are the cast descriptions. Mm-hmm. And they, I went all the way down looking for Terrence. Healing from Boston, Massachusetts. Terrence was an accomplished athlete, son, brother, and friend who touched the lives of everyone he encountered. A top prospect from the University of Kentucky. The clutch team and prospects are devastated by his tragic passing, but work side by side with his family to make sure his legacy lives on forever. 
Well, well, you know what? Again, you know, and they're they're probably gonna edit the show because of course they don't want to be seen as liable for it. Mm-hmm. Although they are, you know what I'm saying, and they're gonna try to. I'm I'm predicting this. I'm predicting that based off of what we've seen already, just you know what happened as far as how he passed away, the fundraiser that they organized. You know, it's, it seems like they're going to try to, and it, just from the narrative that you read, it seems like they're going to try to paint the picture that they've done things again to support his family and make sure that his legacy lives on. And we know that that's not necessarily the truth. And we know that there's so much more that could be done and they could do. Right. I mean, so much more. Especially here in the city. Like, we don't even have a monument for the kid yet. Even yeah. though they can do that. Like, I mean, but we don't we don't see anything. You know what I mean? Like as as far as them supporting it, them putting out different initiatives or funding different things. I just saw that Terrence Clark just recently got a headstone. Yeah, and 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 on top of that, his mother celebrated his birthday this year, and she threw that party on her own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know where where is the support? Where is you know clutch sports? In this whole thing, as far as, like you said, making sure that his legacy lives on forever, but making sure that his family is taken care of. Yeah. I mean, we got a whole lot to say. Like, even with the pricing of the fucking objects that they were selling, like, his 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 fan base here in Boston was high school, middle school, and elementary school kids. Yeah. How the hell y'all think they're going to buy a basketball for $300, $500, yeah. Yeah. or a t-shirt for $150, $200? Like, these kids don't have that here in the inner city, so it's like... What type of fundraising was that? And did y'all did y'all even actually selling anything? I only yeah. seen about fucking a hundred of them shirts. Yeah, I ain't seen too many too many of, of them. And most of the people I seen with them were NBA guys. Yeah, I haven't seen like people all people in the community with them with them. Yeah, and we need them out here. We're looking for them. Put them in stores or something. Like like help his family out. Let them get that bread. You know what I but, mean? But you know what? Again, it just seems like. That's not really their interest. It seems like they're more interested in building up the clutch brand. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, if just going back, the same week that Terrence Clark passed, Rich Paul posted on his page that Time Magazine listed them as one of the number one as the number one global company in the world mm-hmm. with over a billion dollars in secured contracts. Yeah, you know what I mean. I remember we looked at that. That's what, I mean. We kind of got into detail with that. We yeah, about that. Just before. that, you know that. Now he's dating Adele. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Courtside with 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 Adele. Now he's in this high profile relationship. You know what I mean. Then how they did that whole fundraiser, which is what which is what we we were just talking about. You know what I mean. Now they're coming out with this Clutch Academy TV show. It just seems like 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 they're trying to build up their celebrity status. Less, you know what I mean? Yeah. To me, and and it's like y'all are out here making all types of bad business decisions that's costing people their lives and their livelihood. And and to me, I have a problem with that. Like I don't I don't like that at all. Especially that I don't I don't, a, I don't like it, it not was one, one bit. Of ours and we don't have many. We don't, we don't have exactly. We don't get many, especially like that. You know what I mean? So it still break my heart to even talk about this shit for real. So. I don't even like the look of this nigga's face, honestly. <laughs> like honestly, if I seen if I seen Rich Paul in person, I might honestly disrespect the shit out of him. <laughs> like I do, I just I don't like him, bro. I, I gotta be honest. I do not like him. I don't like the look of the nigga's face. 
I don't like his name. I don't like anything that he does. Like he just he he, he I might spit in that nigga's face honestly mm. if I see him. That's 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 honestly how I feel about him. Like I, I don't I don't like him at all. Like I, I honestly dislike that man a lot. A whole lot. <laughs> yo, for real. I'm so serious about that, man. But um, yo, shout out to everybody that's been supporting us, man. Yeah. This was a great episode of the Gold Members Podcast. This was episode 12. Make sure you check out all of our latest content, some of our past shows on the top digital streaming platforms. Bro, tell them where to find us on social media. Man, make sure y'all tap in with us at Gold Members Podcast on Instagram. Again, man, at Gold Members Podcast on Instagram. We kind of got something else coming for y'all too, man, but we'll save that for later. You already know, man. I'm one half of the Gold Members Podcast, certified gold member. Herb Reed, you can find me on all social media at Herb.Reed. That's H-E-R-B dot R-E-A-D. And you can find me, man, on Instagram and Twitter, man. It's your boy Tyson, man, at Gold Members. At Gold Members on Instagram and Twitter, man. Fuck with your boy. You already know, man. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting us. Shout out everybody that's out there showing us love. We'll be back next week with another episode.